Hi, this is Amir DeRock from Julian Kay, and you're listening to House of Noise. Welcome to, to House of Noise. Noise. We're, we're gonna like we won't even I won't even need to look at you anymore. I'll have it down so good. You'll be like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I have to say, you know, we're gonna talk about who we interviewed today, but I just uh I just have to say that uh when this uh, when people be listening to this, it's been a difficult Mother's Day weekend. But um I'm very grateful to you and I'm very grateful that uh I have my my fur kid here who's like making things a whole lot easier. Who doesn't want to seem to leave my side or leave our side? Yeah, obviously um, we recorded this on Mother's Day, but you know it's it's going to be a little bit after when it yeah. airs. Um, yeah, we had to uh, put down one of our fur kids mm-hmm. yesterday, which is very sad. Yeah, we're very upset about it. You know we've. It's it was a hard decision, but it was the right decision, so we were okay mm-hmm. with it. And like she was saying, we have we have our other dog who is helping us keep keep us company. And I do have real kids too. Yes, <laughs> but, you do. But uh, Jenna here does not have any children, so these are her children. These are so yeah. It was very emotional. We cried. Mm-hmm. We hugged. We, we loved. Did. And then we cried some more. Yeah, but so. we're getting through it, and you know. Life goes on. Mm-hmm. That's and why these interviews are so awesome because that is the one thing that's been beneficial to us is the fact that there is this kind of slowdown and things are different now. We've been able to interview during the week because I'm working from home. So we've been able to create a lot more content because you always have to have content out there. Maybe um, if things have been different, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to talk to you. So I'm very even though this is a negative situation, it's actually a positive situation in the sense that we're having more opportunities yeah. than we would if things had well, been Well, it's like I keep telling all the artists, I have a backlog of interviews right now, so it's going to be a little while before I get them up on the social media sites. So, But um, to get back to the uh, who pleasure, we Who did we, we interview? We talked to Amir, yes. the guitarist from Julian K from Orgy. Just Dead like, by Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Who worked with the great Chester Bennington and actually yes. befriended him. And we got lots of stories. Yeah, we did. This was like a very cool interview. He was actually on his way to his mom's house to celebrate Mother's Day, which was so sweet. Yes. And, you know, I'm I'm gr- I'm grateful that he wanted to take time out of his day today to talk to us. That, you know, he was willing to do that. So, And I want to just give a quick thanks to Shauna. Um, from FM Music Management, she just she's provided us with so many different interviews um, in the last almost three years, and you know, Adrenaline PR. I mean, her bringing them to us, we've even had the door open wider. So this has been this continues to be, be awesome. awesome. Uh, what did we talk about? Well, I mean, obviously, orgy he, history. He talked about orgy. He talked about Chester. He went through a little bit of the history Between, and yeah, how things and how things came about mm-hmm. to, that the you know the end of orgy the beginning of Dead by Sunrise then which in turn was also the beginning of Julian K, and you mm-hmm. know talked about the album Harmonic Disruptor 
uh, a couple. They've released three singles yeah, so Harmonic far. Yeah, Harmonic Disruptor, Shut Down Your Soul, which I do like that song, and Stronger Without You. I haven't I haven't really listened to that one yet. I'm going to check it out. But that's, yeah, that one. So they've released their first single in January. Um, I think their album came out around January, and then they released Shut Down Your Soul in February and um, Stronger Without You in March. And then I think he said they just had another song that they did. I think they're getting ready to release yeah, another one. Yeah, getting ready to release. So they are supposed to go on a national tour with the Birthday Massacre, and they are coming to Michigan that was to Smalls September? in December. December. December? They're starting it, I think, in September, but they're going to be to Smalls in December. Right. So hopefully... Depending on when that day falls and depending on this COVID thing, if it falls on a day when we can see them and everything works out with concert season being slowly reignited and being turned into this new normal, whatever, we'll be able to go see them and actually meet him. Well, you know what I think the future of it's going to look like is they're going to make everybody wear masks while they're inside, which in turn is probably going to end up having a lot of people passed out, a lot of, you know, because from the mm. hyperventilating or whatever, from wearing the mask, I don't know. It's yeah, gonna. Maybe. This is gonna be weird. It's. It, everything's gonna change after this. Or they'll start slowly. They're gonna start slowly limiting the number of people that can go into a venue anyway. So maybe they won't yeah, allow as many I people. At, I don't know. <laughs> you it's imagine a place like uh, the machine shop and they got X's all over the floor. Oh God. You imagine people run into the front to claim their X. Talk about a nightmare. Yeah. So, like I said, anyway. it's going to be interesting. We'll see how it all goes. Hopefully, yeah. they can still do their tour because they got, you know, tons of merch that they are yeah. just sitting on. Hold, sitting on waiting for this tour. Anyway, I think we shouldn't give away too much. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing great. Surviving the COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually on my way to my mom's house, so I'm in the car. Hopefully it doesn't cut out or anything. Okay. Oh, I can't hear it too bad. Yeah. It's all right. At least you got a good okay. excuse, right? You're going to your mom's house. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably the, I guess would be the second time I've seen her in probably like, Three months. Yeah. I think it's about the same for me. I'm going to go visit my mom after we're done talking to you, actually. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, I want to ask you how uh, how you've been and how Ryan's doing. When when did he make a decision? How long has he been in rehab now? Um, since uh, it'd be a week today. Oh, okay. Okay. And how, how often have you talked to him? Is he allowed to talk to anyone while he's... Yeah, he's he's a bit busy now. I think they have they have him, you know, pretty much from when he gets up to when he goes to bed, therapies and meetings mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. So you know, he's he's a bit busier, but he does have some time to talk here and there. He can text on his phone, and he's been able to you know use his computer. It's not not completely prison, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's just just a good thing that he's actually going to get help because, you know, there's it's been a long staple in the rock business that, you know, they'll go to rehab, they get out, they get, you know, whatever. But a lot of people don't even go and get the help that they need. And it's important to know that, you know, there is that help there if you need it. Yeah. You know, he's been talking about it for a while. Um, He's 
had a drinking problem for for many years. Mm-hmm. For the most part, he's you know he's one of those that's managed it pretty well. He's a, a functioning alcoholic, but you know you can't do that all your life. No. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to have there's going to be bad stuff that's going to happen, and you know he's smart enough to know that. And I think right now, since you know the entire world's kind of on pause anyway, yeah, yeah. he thought of it. You know, probably a good time to kind of check out and go do something like mm-hmm, this. And mm-hmm. it really, as unfortunate it is as it is, <clears throat> sorry for the rest of the world, kind of an opportunity for him to kind of be able to focus on himself for a while. Yeah, and yeah. if he didn't go get help, it would be the uh, actual, the complete opposite. I mean, if he was just stuck at yeah. home with his own devices, you know, chances are he'd probably end up hurting himself. Definitely. Yeah. Well. It's, yeah, it hasn't really been that good because, yeah, we are kind of stuck at home. But, you know, he and I were doing a lot of work, and he actually created our whole Patreon campaign that we launched two months ago. And, so you know, we've been able to do things and, and sort of restructure our entire business um, being stuck. You know, after the tour was canceled and all that, it's a little bit tricky, as I'm sure you know. And yeah. most of the world probably already knows that, you know, most musicians, artists, whatever, entertainers, anybody that's sort of in an artistic field, hairdressers, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know, there's not a lot we can do when the plug gets pulled on all of that, you know? Yeah. Like, this, this has really never happened before. So all of us have had to kind of regroup and figure out ways to make some money while this is all happening. And luckily our fans have come through and, in a big way, we released our new album, put up some merch, and revamped our whole, you know, store online, and we sold a lot of stuff. Everybody came through in a big way. We sold out of all the, the merch we had at that point. And the record's been selling really well. We released that last month on all digital outlets. Even on Bandcamp, we decided as a special for everybody, we made our entire back catalog pay what you want. Mm. So everybody who you know doesn't have our old material or new people that are finding out about us can basically pay what they want to get our back catalog. Okay. We thought, you know, would be kind of a fun thing to do and it actually worked really well. Seeing a lot of new people buying our music, which is cool. Does that back catalog include orgy material as well, or? Oh no, no, okay. no. Warner okay. Brothers controls that. Ah, gotcha. Put that up. Yeah. It's all Julian K. So probably no Dead by Sunrise either. No, that's also Warner Brothers. Right. Damn those record companies. I know, right, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, these are the these are the kind of things that we can do because we control everything mm-hmm. in Julian K. from top to bottom. Yeah. So, you know, we can pivot and and do things that you can't do when you're on a major label. Exactly. I don't see any major label doing anything like this no. for, for fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> You know, agree. it's like we can, we can kind of do what we want to do, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's one of the things we want to do because our fans are amazing. You know, we launched our Patreon, and, and it's been two months, and it's been really great. We're just starting to, you know, fulfill some of the perks that come with each tier and, but a lot of the fans, I think they really just want to support us because they know that, I mean, honestly, we got completely screwed with this mm-hmm. tour being canceled. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, Ryan and I own restaurants. So oh, that's goodness. been a massive struggle, too, because, wow. you know, people can't come in and eat now. So yeah. 
Yeah. Had to switch gears on some of the restaurants and do takeout and delivery. But unfortunately, some of Ryan's other restaurants, he was not able to do that. They're actually closed. Oh, right man. Now. It's, not, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. You know, that's it's kind of amazing how this has affected a lot of people in, in different ways. And how you, I'm sure you've had to do a lot of reinventing, like you said, you've you know, changing things around and stuff. Not to mention how different everything is going to end up being after we are allowed to go back out into public and be able to go do these things that we used to do. Yeah. You know, we've rescheduled our tour to later in the year, but, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we just have to wait and see at this point. I mean, it's still quite a few months off. Possible, you know, our shows are not thousands of people. Mm -hmm. They're hundreds, maybe. Maybe it can happen. Maybe it won't happen in some states, and we'll have to just do what we can in the rest of the country. I mean, we we honestly don't know. I mean, as of right now, everything is a go. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's still September. Mid-September is what? How many months from now? So four, four months, yeah. five months? So we, we just have to kind of wait. We're going to focus on making a new uh, some new edema music mm-hmm. um, we're going to start in on a new Julian K record because we already have one start started called trauma echoes and we will uh, we'll launch a pre-order for that as well and you know get to work on that as well as other productions Ryan and I have been working with a band from Orange County called Blades to Humanity um, and they've totally blown up. They have two songs on KLOS here. Okay. Yeah, which is amazing. They're in high school. Really? That is amazing. They, they're, they're really good. Really, really good. Slaves oh. to Humanity. Check them out. So we'll probably get to back to work on that. I mean, we're going to just be doing a lot of uh, new music, uh, new projects, and connecting with our fans through our Patreon, doing all the the things that are included that are including, you know, live streaming of us actually making these albums and working on these projects, the Q and A's, the private sessions with people and there's a whole bunch of stuff. You have yeah. to check it out to see all the the cool the cool things on each tier. Yeah. So I mean we've had to kind of turn the tables back to that kind of work right now until you know we can get back out on the road sucks because we're sitting on all the merch that we made for the tour which i mean we spent thousands and thousands of dollars making actually the most merch and and items we had ever had for for a tour and now we just have to sit on it until (laughs) until we can do do something right is the tour the tour that you're talking about that's the diamonds tour with birthday massacre right yeah okay correct okay yeah i'm excited i really hope it happens for one because you guys are going to be coming to michigan to play at smalls and hamtramck and it would be nice you know if we could see you i think you guys have been to the machine shop how many times have you been to the machine shop in flint um at least a couple times well i know the last time you were here was with uh jonathan davis because we caught that show, and, yes. and we caught Julian Kay as well. Yeah, we just didn't get to meet you, which oh, I'm really awesome. sad about. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was great. It was sold out. It was an amazing show. Yeah. yeah. That one, I'm, there were so many people in the crowd. I was listening afterwards, because I'm a little bit of a people watcher, and they're like, why didn't he sing any corn songs? It's like motherfuckers. This is his solo project. Yeah, he does, he's not, not out here for corn. He's out here for himself. I, I just yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand corn. people's, the way that they think. I I've, I've always tried to yeah. understand it, but I never, I never can. Well, it was cool that he did some of the Queen of the Dam stuff. Yes. Though. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean that, 
I know for John, you know, knowing Jonathan and knowing, you know, what he was able to do with, with his record and, and with that tour, it, he was very, not because he doesn't love corn and mm-hmm. obviously corn isn't, you know, is his priority, but it made him really happy to be able to do that and, you know, do this record and have it received well and do the tour and all of that. And it, it made him really, really, really happy that he was able to finally do some of that. And I'm sure it was really cool for him to play those uh, Queen of the Dam songs, too. Yeah. And, you know, we were we were all very fortunate that Jonathan handpicked Birthday Master and Julian Kay to be on this tour. Yeah. He wanted that most, we requested uh, our two bands to be together. Which was crazy because I had actually been talking to Ryan that that year, or actually probably right after we had done the uh, Stone Temple Pilot Cult Bush tour, mm. and we were kind of talking about like, well, you know, what would be a great tour to do for us? Like, right. what would be a great pairing? And we had actually toured with the Birthday Master years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and, and that and that was a great pairing of long and, and also uh mindless self indulgence. We had done a lot of touring with them previously and those those were always really great pairing for, for our band. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were talking about it and I actually brought up the birthday masker and I said, you know, would we could, you know, tour again with the birthday masker. I think that would be a great pairing. And like lo and behold, you know, we got a call like a few weeks later and it's like got some really good news for you. Jonathan Davis has asked you to come out on tour with him with the birthday master. Nice. <laughs> you, like, you willed it to be. Like, what? Right. Wow. Like, so not only did we get the birthday master, but we got our good friend Jonathan as well. And of course with Orgy and the corn tie-in and us being signed elementary, which was Jonathan's label. And, oh, okay. You know, it was like, holy shit, this couldn't be a better lineup this is like a almost like a mini family values again right right so you you had mentioned how happy he was to be able to do his own solo project and be able to promote it was that kind of the same sentiment when you started uh julian k um well that was a different thing you know i mean we kind of got to a position in orgy where the band was so dysfunctional Mm -hmm. that we couldn't do anything yeah Mm -hmm. so you know, I mean, we barely made that third record. And, and honestly, it's like that record to me is not, it's not what Orgy was really capable of doing. That was really kind of thrown together from leftover songs and right. things that we had written at that time. And but it, it wasn't the best that we could be. Yeah. Right. But at the time, we kind of had to, we had to do something. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we were, we were able to finish it, but it was, it was such a mess. Um, and it was so dysfunctional and like, it was horrible, honestly. Yeah. And it sucks that, that, you know, we got to that position, but it, it just was what it was. Yeah. So, you know, we were, Ryan and I were actually writing a lot of songs. Oh, okay. None of it was really fitting orgy. Mm. You know, Jay mm-hmm. just wasn't interested in any of this stuff we were writing. Although a lot of whatever that was that we were doing at the time did become punk static paranoia, but... They was only interested in the really super heavy kind of stuff that, that we were doing at that time. And we had all this other kind of electro, kind of new wave stuff that we were trying to infuse into the band, which 
honestly, I don't think it would have been a bad thing. It was no. always part of what we were, and it wouldn't have really been that much different. But we were just trying to write good songs and push the band forward, right, you know? Right, And he just was not interested in that. He wanted to go backwards. Yeah. He wanted to sound like porn, and I don't know. We, we, none of us really understood it, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. It just, the disconnect was so great at that point. So Ryan and I just started demoing stuff, and some of the early songs were like Someday Soon and Kick the Bass, mm. uh, Maestro, Look at You. I'm trying to remember, those were some of the first songs we ever wrote, Dreamland. So we just kind of started demoing them with Ryan singing. You know, we actually had the intent of just having a fun side project, um, not leaving Orgy or anything like that, but we figured, you know, if we're just going to be sitting here and, and Orgy's not going to be productive right now, let's just do something to be productive. Right. Um, but no intention of quitting Orgy or, you know, doing anything to screw that up. Right. That, I mean, it was already screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, willing and able to go out on tour or make a new record or do whatever needed to be done for Orgy as well. Mm-hmm. So we started doing these things thinking we might actually get someone else to sing. And that's when actually Chester, mm, who, yeah. you know, of course, has been our best friend since we met him while we were in Orgy. Um, oh, okay. He actually offered to be the singer. Really? Oh, that's awesome. So we thought, yeah. <laughs> so we thought, wow, I guess maybe we have something here. You know, yeah. Chester wants to sing this stuff. And funny enough, though, it was just kind of, it was really cute, you know, because yeah. Chester, he's, he is an amazing you know, guy. Right. And we were like, you know, but, but Chester, this, this really doesn't do you justice. Like this, <laughs> yeah. this kind of music is really, you know, this isn't really you. I, you know, we're flattered that you want to do this, but you know, Ryan's the guy with the falsetto, and uh, you know, he's the, as Ryan would say, you know, well, actually, I won't say it, but <laughs> I think you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Ryan's kind of the light in his loafers kind of singer. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Ryan, Ryan would say the same thing. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not giving him shit, but right. <laughs> the style is this very kind of 80s new wave yes. kind of yes. style, you know, you're very fashion oriented, you know, and, you know, kind of like the Tears for Fears and yeah. Spandau yep. Ballet yep. And, and then you mashed it into like Nine Inch Nails yes. and Orgy and all the same stuff, yeah. right? That yeah. was the idea. Yeah. yeah. yeah so we were kind of, we were, we were flattered, but at the same time we were like, he had started playing us some ideas that he had. For songs, and we were like, "Holy shit, this stuff is really good, Chester. Why don't you, you know, why don't you play this for Lincoln Park? Like, yeah. you guys should do these songs. These are awesome. Yeah. You know, some of these were they were very rough and raw, but you could tell there was something there. Right. Mm-hmm. And and he basically said, "Well, you know, they're I don't think they were really into it or whatever. It was like, you know, Lincoln Park has a thing, and it just didn't fit. You know what I mean? So." Well, we said, well, would you want us to develop these ideas for you? And of course, he was like, sure. Like, I, I love that. So we actually went in and, and developed, I think the first two songs we did were Letdown and In the Darkness. I think those were the first two. We went in, it just, he, he kind of plumbed his vocal parts, played on acoustic a little bit, and then we built the entire track. Wow. That's awesome. The entire thing. And then, like, three days later, he came in, and we played him let down. And he was like, holy fuck. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) 
<laughs> and he was so excited. Yeah, he was so excited. He was running around, and he was like, he couldn't believe it. And he's like, can we keep doing this? And we're like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's yeah. figure out what this is. You know what I mean? And that ended up turning into Dead by Sunrise. So we decided between the three of us that, look, we're just going to have two bands. Yeah, you know, right. Julian yeah. Kay is Julian Kay. Mm-hmm. And Dead by Sunrise is, is your thing, Chester. This will be your outlet to do your ideas, but we'll build this around you and, you know, write this and create this with you. Right. Mm-hmm. But we'll keep, we'll make these two completely separate things. And that's what we did. Very cool. <laughs> that, that is, is so, that's that is it. amazing. Yeah. So, you know, our little side project from Orgy ended up turning into two side projects because Orgy wasn't doing anything. Right. You know, we, we wanted to, we wanted to be a part of it and, you know, tour and everything, but we also weren't interested in doing the band without all the original guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay, Jay wasn't into it. Yeah. So, you know, Brian and I were, were, you know, well, when Jay had asked uh, for us to do some touring or whatever, he came to me and I said, well, first off, I'm not doing it without Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. He, he definitely has to be a part of it. And I think the other guys need to be asked. Right. If Bobby and Paige don't want to do it, then we're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll find somebody else to, to do the bass and the, and the drums yeah. if they don't want to do it. But if they do want to do it, then we want the whole band. Right. And then that was it. Then, you know, we got served with papers that, you know, he was moving on to do orgy by himself and all this shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we were like, okay, well, you know, we've got two other bands here. Yeah. So yeah. And, and we're going to, we're going to go ahead and just do our thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. what, so when did you, when did you figure out you have to be a hustler in this business? Because you have a, a very long list yes. of things that you have been, uh, you oh know, my gosh. a part of or, you know, created. Like, so many different um, soundtracks. And, you know, obviously you have several bands or you had several bands because now you're just with uh, the, doing the Julia K thing. You know, I, I think probably when I was younger, my 20s, you know, I was obviously quite naive to the business and the music business. And mm-hmm. a lot of bad stuff happened. I mean, a lot of great stuff happened, too. Right. You know, I was very fortunate to get in a band that was managed by Ronnie James Dio and his wife mm-hmm. and, you know, got to tour the world in Westcott and work with amazing producers and was signed to Warner Brothers for my first time. And by the way, I'm probably like one of the only people that's ever been signed to Warner Brothers three times in his life. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, in itself but mm-hmm. yeah i mean you know i started out pretty young and naive with just you know wanting to do you know having the love of music wanting to do music and pretty early on a real interest in recording and producing and engineering and you know got a amazing education on that being able to work with some amazing producers and real studios and I, I started out pretty early, but I think I didn't really learn the hustle probably mm-hmm. until a bit later mm-hmm. because, you know, again, you have to roll with the punches, the roller coaster ride of being an artist. Um, you either, you know, take the ride or you get off. Right, right. right. Yeah. There's no in between. <laughs> and, you know, I started learning how to pivot. And then, you know, Brian, when I met 
Ryan, there's definitely something about Ryan. Like he, he really has this gift when yeah. it comes to those types of things. Like, you know, when shit hits the fan, Ryan will be right there to go, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. So we're going to clean this off the fan. And not only are we going to clean this fan, now we're going to have a better fan. He's like really good at that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think we kind of knew that very early on um, that we just kind of clicked, not only you know, uh, writing-wise, like, stylistically. But we had a better business sense, I think, than a lot of the people that had been around us at that time. And, mm -hmm. you know, we started seeing, like, wow, these ideas are actually working. <laughs> yeah, that's... Maybe we, we don't, maybe we don't need other people to do this. Maybe we can start doing this ourselves right. because we have a lot of experience. And as the whole industry started changing... Ryan was also the one that was kind of driving to get us into alternative businesses so that we could have money to be able to do what we love to do, but then also find our ways in this new industry, which has been ever-changing, obviously, yes. yeah, and hasn't, hasn't really stopped. And now with this pandemic, it's created a whole other thing that we still don't really know the full repercussions of it yet, right. you know, for right. live music and where that's going to go now, you know? I was going to ask you, the 320 Festival that is, mm -hmm. is this weekend online, which I think is super cool. This is an online festival? Yes. Um, it's actually still ongoing today. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a festival where, where bands are performing um, in various capacities. Mm. <laughs> some things are acoustic, some are full band, some are pre-recorded, some are live, I think. All exclusive performances for the festival. And then there's all kinds of chats and uh, things going on about mental health and awareness and health and all that kind of stuff. And that's the bulk of it. Mm -hmm. uh, the performances are just to kind of have some other, you know, interaction, make it all kind of like a, a bigger thing than maybe just, you know, a chat or whatever. Having some musical performances to make, to break it up, I guess. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so Linda, um, Chester's wife, mm. is a part of the 320 okay. Changes Direction. And there's other people involved, and I'm sorry, I don't know all their no, names. No, that's okay. But, um, yeah, no, this is this is something I think they've been doing yearly, and we would have been performing at it. Actually, this year we wouldn't have been because we would have been on tour. Right. But it, had we not been on tour, we would have performed at it. Okay. So we ended up not leaving so Linda came back to us and said hey would you guys mind you know doing a song we're going to take this online nice and so far I hear it's going you know it's been really great I'm sure they're probably raising a lot of money and they're helping a lot of people and it's all day yeah <laughs> yeah they're I think it's going really well that's good I wish there were more festivals like this to four people yeah you know I I would say go, you know, well, 320 Festival, or yeah, I think that's what it is, 320festival.com, but I'm sure by the time this airs, it'll be over, but I'm sure they'll put it all back up online so that it can be viewed and watched afterwards. Definitely. There won't be any interaction, though. But, right, right. But there's tons of great information, and this time, with everything that's going on right now, um, anybody who's having any type of mental issues or even if you're not, or if you know people that are, or whatever, I think it would be great to, to go back and, and watch all of this. And there's some cool music performances, too. Yeah. I mean, even Chris from, from Coldplay is on there. Oh, nice. Crazy. 
Nice. How many years total have you and Ryan known each other? Um, let me think that it was probably around the mid nineties when we would have met for the first time. Um, I don't remember exactly when, so probably because I was doing the cold chamber record, um, around the mid nineties. And I feel like it would have been around that time that I met him. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, 25 years is a long time to that know somebody. That is a long time to know somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, yeah, my friends that have been around that long and or longer, I have a few that are pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they better be if they've been around that long. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really, I was listening to um, the album Harmonic Disruptor. You guys have mm -hmm. released three singles off um, Harmonic Disruptor, mm -hmm. um, Shut Down Your Soul, and Stronger Without You. You know, have you been tracking like which one has received the most positive, really like this, or are, do they all seem about equal as far as positive response? Um, it's definitely been pretty interesting. Um, I think there definitely might be a standout song at this point, but one of the things that was interesting, again, with us being able to do things the way that we do, mm -hmm. is when when all of this started happening and how we were rolling out the record, um, we ended up releasing Harmonic Disruptor, the song, first, mm -hmm. which was not anything we ever planned on doing. But we thought it might be kind of a cool teaser track yeah. to just kind of put out first and we did a lyric video for it and it, and it actually did really well <laughs> and it's still doing really well um so that was a bit of a surprise because we really weren't putting a lot of you know effort behind that or whatever so that one just kind of came out of the gate right away and it was and it did pretty well and then then we did um shut down your soul yeah shut shut down yeah. your soul was the next one we had a video for that as well which is one of my favorites oh cool <laughs> and that's actually kind of taken off on the playlist and stuff on spotify and getting a lot of love as well and then um and then we did uh, stronger without you which i think we all most of us and a lot of the fans i think have said that they think that song is is, is one of the kind of standouts yeah and i think at some point, we'll probably drop burn the system as well. It, the record's got a lot to it, and so, you know, people definitely pull in different directions. But I, I feel like so far, it feels like Stronger Without You, Undo Everything has gotten a lot of really great response. That was actually a very last-minute addition to the record. Mm. <laughs> it was a song I actually started, probably one of the first songs I started for the idea of mm. Harmonic Disruptor. It was actually quite old. Oh, okay. E easily a few years old. And it just kind of came up from last place. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ended up on the record just because I thought, wow, this could be a really cool way to close the record. And that one seems a lot of fans are really digging that one. But I think, you know, overall, I think Stronger Without You is a really great song. For whatever reason, Harmonic Disruptor is really connected with people. And, you know, from there, it kind of just goes all over the place. Kind yeah. Of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, check out a lot of the comments and stuff, or do you tend to stay away from the social media and seeing what people write? Um, no, we look at all that stuff. I mean, we we take it into consideration, the good and the bad. And and the just plain the trolls. old trolls that just want to be assholes. You can usually weed those yeah. ones out, yeah. you know. There's a special place in internet hell for those trolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I re- I we're really loving what you're doing with Julian K. Yeah. We're, we're we're very excited for everything that you have coming out. Uh, where is the best place for people to go if they want to buy the merchandise or if they want to download track? Any of our websites, whatever they are, they're either you know official Julian K or Julian K official or patreon.com slash Julian K or Facebook. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's pretty easy if you just put our name in Google. There's no other Julian K's spelled the way that we have it. And it, it, it comes up pretty quick and you'll find links to, to everything. I, I do have to tell you, I wish I collected vinyl. I'm on your I'm on your um, JulianK.com website right now. I was checking it out before you called. Mm-hmm. French, and it's Julian. Sorry, Julianne. <laughs> the uh, Har- Harmonic Disruptor, the limited edition uh, colored splatter vinyl LP. Oh, yeah. That is badass. I love that. I love fun stuff like that. It's, it's really good. And I mean, I spend a lot of time doing all of our audio stuff, and the vinyl actually sounds really good. It's a very quality package, just like everything we do, our merch and everything else. We always try to under promise and over deliver. That's right. one of our mottos. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Um, it might be worth buying just because it will be a collector's item. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I you noticed. Should totally, you should totally buy that right now. Yeah, because I see you have the <laughs> um, time capsule on there with um, mm. with the with the CD book, which is really neat. Yeah, that one came out really. That was quite a project, and that was that's a that's a fan favorite. Yes. Quite a sixty-four tracks. Plus, Woo! you get a bonus CD of the Revenge of the Fallen, the Transformers Revenge of the Fallen video game music. Oh, pretty nice. That's yeah, nice. So you, yeah, you get five CDs and a you know one of a kind book package kind of thing. It's pretty amazing. That yeah. was quite a project, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah, even the shirts are really, I mean, everything on here is so, your merchandise is top notch. I mean, it's just, there's so much for people to purchase here, so. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And the website is really cool, too. Um, And, you know, and honestly, Amir, I hope you had fun because we do research, but really we don't get caught up so much in the questions, but we, we care more about the answers and we care more about people that listen really kind of getting to know you and and really appreciating you and your musical journey and those kinds of things that make you unique and make everyone stand out and that's that's, that's kinda... awesome i mean i obviously you know i do a lot of interviews so right. it's like i when i get to a certain point i i look back and i go okay did i cover this did i cover this or did i cover right. this you know <laughs> so i'll just sometimes i'll just bring stuff up because oh, i'm sure. like ah, we didn't really talk about that does that matter i don't know yeah so, well, so all good yeah. Listen, next time I want to get more into uh, your childhood and upbringing and all that kind of stuff. So if we do interview you again, be prepared. And Ryan, too, because he's a part of this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. But please, when you talk to him again, um, let him know that, you know, House of Noise is in full support of his rehab. And we we really wish him strength. We're praying for him, too. So, um, you know. Thank you. He finds himself. Well, in, we're all, yeah. yeah, we're all very proud of him for, for taking this first step. And I know that only good things are going to come from it, no matter how difficult it may be in the coming years for him. For it's, sure. just, mm-hmm. a, it's a huge thing. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm very happy about it. As you should be. Yes. And he's definitely. doing well. Good. And he, he's doing well in there. I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm glad for I've him. I've been talking sure. to him every day. and Yeah seems like he's, he's getting a lot of that's good, good help that's good that's good awesome well amir happy mother's day to your mom and and i hope you guys <laughs> thank you I'm glad you're able to get together and celebrate give so. her big hugs and kisses thanks and have a nice time with your mom i thank will you mom, too so. 
<laughs> Thank you. Awesome. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Real quick, before we get off here, do you mind doing a quick plug for our show? No. No? Okay. Sure. All right, see ya. No, no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure is what I should have yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, you, you can fire you... off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can. God, we sucked in that mirror. It's like, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. No, I'm because you. you said, you said, you said to my mind, and right. I said, no. I know. I don't mind. Okay. That's what I should have said. We, we got to mess with you. <laughs> what, what is the show called? House, or what do you want me to say? If you just want to say your name, band name, and you're listening to House of Noise. Okay. Give me a sec. Whenever you're ready. Uh, okay. Hi, this is Amir DeRock. From Ju- uh, sorry. Hold on. Okay. Somebody was calling me. Wait a second. God damn it. Hold on. Call your mom. Oh Why are you just sitting in the driveway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. They put my window up, too, so it's quiet. Hi, this is Amir Rock from Julian K., and you're listening to House of Rock. Oh, House of Noise. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. I did. I, we, okay. did we did House of Noise, uh, House of Rock recording. Sorry. Oh, gotcha. That's, all right. That's all right. okay. One more time. All right, one more time. Third Take time three. Term.